Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson, and today we're joined by Trina Felber. Trina is the creator and CEO of Primal Life Organics, and we're talking about the importance of a healthy oral microbiome and the steps that we can all take to create balance and wellness. We connect the dots between oral health and chronic inflammation. Trina, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you with us today. Hey, Julie. I'm super excited to mouth off with you. (laughs) (laughs) Unintended. (laughs) And for those of you listening on audio, you can't see all the fantastic props in the background, but Trina has a big tooth behind her and there's a mouth. There's all kinds of goodies. I've got some happy, happy little critters, but I also have the ugly little critters. We are going to talk about critters. Yeah. 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 So I love when we start off with, because I know a little bit about your history and I know you weren't born to be in the oral hygiene industry. Tell us how you got to have any, you know, I want to talk about Primal Life Organics, but tell, tell me how you got to be aware that oral health is where it's at. I get asked all the time, how does a nurse, especially a nurse anesthetist, go from giving anesthesia and putting people to sleep to, you know, cleaning their mouth? And yeah. I, you know, I always say it's because I had to open their mouth to put a tube in it. And I thought how disgusting it was. <laughs> That's not the real story. No, I think there has to be more to it. (laughs) No, the real story. My daughter, my daughter at the age of two, we were brushing her teeth one night. I think my husband was brushing her teeth and he goes, oh my gosh, what's that? And I'm like, I don't know. So I go look and she opens her mouth and one of her molars that was just coming through had a, looked like a cavity in it. And, you know, we, she we were eating paleo at the time and not a lot of sugar. She was, it was a brand new molar erupting. So we were both kind of freaked out, like, Oh my gosh, what's going on. So we took her to the dentist, the dentist at this point, I had been making skincare products for about two years. Yeah. Cause she was two, about two years. So I w- had already been dabbling in how to make things and, you know, formulate things and all that. So we took her to the dentist and then the dentist took one look at the tooth and he goes, yeah, that's a pretty significant defect. He goes, it's really a natural cavity is what it is. Happens in utero. I didn't even know that can happen. I'm a nurse and I had no clue that you can have a baby born with a cavity. But typically it happens for moms out there that are like, oh my gosh, you know, this happened to my child. It's not your fault. So it usually happens when mom has like a bacterial flash is what we would call it, or you know, a viral infection or a high fever, or even a lot of stress happens, you know, mm. and it happens at the moment that that tooth is being developed. So it's not your fault. You had no clue, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So, but, you know, regardless it happened and he said, you know, what we can do is we'll put a temporary filling in that tooth since she's two and we'll, we'll probably have to replace that filling every two to three months. It's probably going to fall out 
every time that tooth falls out, we'll decide is now the time to pull it or should we put another temporary filling in it, knowing that every temporary filling will only last about two to three months. I was getting, so we did, we put a temporary filling in. I was leaving with, you know, my husband and my daughter and my boys and the dentist says, don't worry, mom, we put a temporary filling in it. Now we just hope for the best. And I went, oh my gosh, this mom is not, this mama is not hoping for the best. So that just sparked a little fire under my butt. You know, I just was like, I just wonder, I don't, I didn't know anything really about dental health. As nurses, we weren't trained in dental health. You know, I just knew that I needed to brush my teeth twice a day and do some flossing and, you know, that kind of thing. So I went, I went home and I started doing my research, you know, you know, how, what's the best type of tooth powder or paste or paste I probably put for, you know, dental health or oral health. I did every kind of search I could. I came up with Dr. Weston A. Price. I'm so so glad I found Dr. Weston A. Price. And for anybody that doesn't know who he is, he was a dentist in the early 1900s, like right around 1910 to 1920, I think was his big, you know, when he was really discovering all this stuff, but he studied third world countries and why was their dental health so good? You know, we look at National Geographic still today and you see pictures of men and women with big jaws, (laughs) big smiles, like big, big teeth. Like you'd say they're teethy smiles or toothy smiles, big teeth, big smiles, big jaws. But if you look further, you're like, huh, they're not really obese. They don't have diabetes. They don't have heart immune illness, autoimmune illness. Like what's going on? What's their secret? So that's what he did. He looked at their secret and he realized that when they come to the U S and we supersize everything, he might not have, cause he's probably, you know, when they started supersizing everything, he wasn't around, but when we supersize everything and everyone, these people that were living healthy comes to the U S the first thing that went was their dental health. They had started getting bad breath. Number one cavities and gum disease, and then periodontitis, which is the inflammation of not just the gums, but deeper into the bone tissue. And then after they start with getting dental disease, they have heart disease, they're obese, they have diabetes, and everything else, they have problems conceiving, they have preterm labor, all of the other inflammatory issues start to show up. So that's how important dental health is. So I took what his research showed, basically showed that you want your mouth to be alkaline, you want minerals present, and you want to detach your mouth. Those are the three components. So if you're brushing with something that destroys your bacteria, causes acid in your mouth, and doesn't really cleanse your tissue, you're really not doing anything good for your mouth, you're actually causing more harm than good. And unfortunately, there was this big moment in history that nobody knows of. The ADA held a conference and Dr. Weston A. Price, I think there were three people on his panel. And then there was another panel. These guys, Dr. Weston A. Price was, you know, against cavities. And these guys were like pro cavities. And Dr. Weston A. Price was um, speaking and he basically said, I have the solution or the answer to preventing cavities. And And it means eliminate sugar. We just have to eliminate processed sugar. We eliminate cavities. And these other guys go, yeah, well, we want business. We need cavities. And the ADA went, we're going to go with those guys over here. And bye-bye, Dr. Weston A. Price. So when I basically read about that, I thought, I want Dr. Weston A. Price. Like, where, where is this story? Like, this story is buried. 
So I basically looked at what he said and I thought I'm going to create a product for my daughter because I want that tooth. If I could get that tooth to last one year in one day, I was going to be so proud of myself that it didn't need to be pulled within a year. So I formulated what is now known as dirty mouth tooth powder. It's dirty because we have dirty mouths. It's dirty because I use dirt and it's dirty because you need a little bit of a dirty mouth in order to have a healthy mouth. All the stuff on the market, the blue stuff, all the the sea, you know, everything on the market is meant to destroy all bacteria. When you do that, it's pro-inflammatory because you need your good stuff to keep the inflammation down and to protect you. So I created dirty mouth tooth powder, my daughter's tooth. I always like, I always forget to tell the end of the story, which is like the punchline <laughs> for a joke, right? <laughs> my daughter's tooth, the one that was supposed to be pulled within a year, that filling was going to fall out numerous times. She lost it naturally at the age of 12. And Woo-hoo! that original, yeah, that original filling was still in place. And the tooth, the enamel had grown over that filling and protected it. So bacteria couldn't get in. I was astounded. We got that tooth, the full life of that tooth. So that's, that's the story. Hey, mom. <laughs> I, I love that motivation, that, that mom power of like, no, this is not, you know, we're not hoping for the best. We're going to make the best. You know, hope has no, like it has its place in some things, but when it comes to your health, we shouldn't be hoping we have better health. We shouldn't be hoping that we won't get cancer. We should be proactively preventing these things from happening, preventing inflammation, preventing cavities. Like I'm so pre, you know, proactive. I'm so prevention mindset that there is no hope. Like, you know, it's fact no it's needed. Right. You don't need it when you're doing the right thing. I love that. I, so you already connected so many dots as to why in the world was I so excited to have you on the podcast today? What does, you know, toothpaste have to do with autoimmunity and chronic inflammation? And, and we're not going to dig into all of the different levels, why the products you're going to walk into the grocery store and, and buy are so not only not supportive of, of your health, but you know, just detrimental across the board. You touched on some of that, but I do want to dig into, it, it seems like anybody who is listening either has or has somebody they love or thinks they have autoimmunity And so you all know the word microbiome, right? Everybody wants to talk about microbiome and gut health. And so we're going to talk about, there you go. For those of you listening on audio, we just had a little flash of the good bugs and the bad bugs. Let's talk about that oral microbiome and why people don't, you know, people don't connect it, but let's let you, you, again, you gave us you know, if someone wanted to replay that first four minutes, like 10 times, they would get the whole history right there of the big toothy smiles and what we have in the United States. But, you know, what is going on in our mouths and what is it doing for our health? Your mouth is the start of your digestive center. So if you're, if you have digestive issues, whether it's leaky gut syndrome or malabsorption syndrome, which basically they're all 
basically the same thing. It's just a different degree or a different component. If you have any digestive issues, it all comes down to the bacteria in the, in the environment. I always like to say the environment because then it's a bigger picture. It's not just these little bugs around. It's really the environment because these guys create acid. They create the environment like cancer. They create whatever they want to live in and they make it happen. Whereas these guys struggle a little bit more because our diets have eroded us so much. So these guys really do need some pampering um, in our day and age. Unless Those are you the good bugs. The good one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I forget that some people aren't aren't watching. This is just you just have to watch, right? You just have to watch. It's so good, you have to. She's watch. got puppets, ladies and gentlemen. Puppets. We're going to be talking in a minute. <laughs> so your your mouth is what it really starts. Is it's the start of the digestion. I always say if you're not watch, you know, monitoring your oral health, you've missed the first twelve inches of your digestive health. And the tube, I say tongue to tail, that is all outside your body. If you start to think of your, that tube that runs from your mouth, the opening of your mouth, all the way down out, that is outside your body. And the membrane that is surrounding all of that, you know, your esophagus, your stomach, your small intestine, large intestine, everything, that membrane has to be healthy all the way down. And if it's not healthy, it becomes what we call leaky. And that leaky syndrome allows for bad stuff to pass through that normally shouldn't pass through. That leakiness can start and typically does start inside the mouth. So when you think about a baby being born, I always like to use this analogy. People never think about this, but when you're born, you're you're not in a 100% sterile environment in your mom's womb, but it's pretty sterile compared to the world that we live in. So when a baby is born and the baby's born uh, vaginally, they're born with a dirty nose and dirty mouth, primarily because through the vaginal canal, they collect the bacteria that mom has in their nose and in their mouth. And when they take their first breath, they breathe that in. And when they take their first sip of milk, they swallow that bacteria. That bacteria feeds and seeds their gut. And that is the start of their immune system. That is the relationship between your mouth and your gut. Babies that are born that are C-section, they lose that. They have a sterile nose and a sterile mouth. And when they breathe, they are going to breathe in the wrong type of bacteria. They will not get that boost from mom's bacteria, providing them with the ability to start their immune system. So that's why sometimes when mom has a vaginal bacteria, they will do some swabs and put the swabs in baby's nose and mouth. That is the, the reason behind that. But that is the connection. Your mouth is the, is the link between the outside world and your gut. If you have only bad bacteria inside your mouth, how do you know that? First off, bad breath. We have been conditioned to believe that bad breath is normal. The more that we wear a face mask, the harder it is to even get rid of bad breath. And that's because the environment underneath that mask is the best conditions for bad bacteria to grow, creates more acid, more acid creates more plaque, more plaque creates more bacteria. Then we also try to get rid of it with mints and gum, gum. And a lot of times, even if it's an artificial sugar, it's the, it's feeding and seeding that bad bacteria, bad breath. This is like a newsflash. You aren't (laughs) supposed to have bad breath. That is the first sign that there is too many bad guys 
and not enough good guys. When these guys outpower these guys, you have bad breath. Imagine a world where you wake up in the morning and your breath is <laughs> and that can happen. That's what real life should be like without all the junk that's causing these guys to go have a party while you sleep. These guys should be the ones. You know, I'm, and for those of you that I forget that you're not, you're <laughs> no listening. Visuals. You guys gotta watch. <laughs> the puppets are talking. So yes, um, if you have bad breath, you really shouldn't have bad breath. You're using the wrong products, and and your food probably might, com- you know, be a component of that. So the way to fix that is pretty simple, and it's by switching what you're using and and flipping that around. When you swallow, when you swallow, you swallow whatever is in your mouth. This is kind of disgusting, and people don't realize this. You know, it's like everything you breathe, everything you eat, everything in the air, wherever you, whatever is inside your mouth, you have saliva all day long and you swallow it. So if you're swallowing the bad guys all day long and you expect your gut to get healthy, think again, it's not going to happen completely. Like you might get a little bit of less symptoms and it'll get a little better, but until you really start with the very starting point, you're really not going to be able to heal yourself completely. It's so, so very true. I I had this flash that because I don't have a filter, I'm going to share. And some people are going to be like, that's disgusting, but that's okay. I love it. Yeah, talking about it, we're not supposed to have bad breath and, and it is, it's a, it's a sign, right? It's a signal, too much bad bacteria. And maybe, maybe some people are going to find this gross, but I think a lot of moms are going to be like, yeah, when my kids were babies, when they were little, if they had bad, I mean, I would check. If I had one son that was prone to sinus infections, that was how I knew the difference between a cold and a sinus infection. I would smell his breath. It had a certain smell for a sinus infection. Same thing with the upset tummy. It was a certain smell. So, and when they were feeling a hundred percent, they had baby breath. They yes. had nice baby breath. And that's how so, it should be. We yes, all should have baby breath. We should all have baby breath. It's like puppy breath, right? right? Like, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> or at least so not offensive. <laughs> so I, I love that. Okay. So too many bad guys is too much acid. We don't want it in our mouths. We don't want to be swallowing it all day long. You just reminded me, I was on with a client this week who was walking while we were talking and she walked past a house that was doing laundry with clearly not clean products. And she literally said, I can taste it. She was outside. Mm-hmm. I can. And so you just, I was like, oh, and she swallowed it. <laughs> and, and now she swallowed she's- it. Right. It's so, and the acid in the mouth. So when you're, when your mouth is acidic, so the bad guys cause acid and the foods, a lot of the foods that we eat, coffee is acidic, tea is acidic, red meat is acidic. Almost everything except for like fruits and vegetables are acidic by nature. And any processed foods are acidic by nature, you know, milk, dairy, that kind of stuff. So anytime there's acid inside the mouth, there's the the in the minerals in the teeth leave the enamel. So what that means is your your enamel is made up of calcium phosphorus and a bunch of other less prominent but still there minerals like manganese, silicon, things like that. 
when you're eating something that's acidic or brushing with something that's creating more acid inside your mouth, you're losing minerals all day long. And what you're meant to do is remineralize your teeth through the foods that you eat and through your saliva. Your saliva is the lifeblood of your mouth. It's the secretion no one's talking about. And it's probably one of the most, especially in this day and age, important minerals or important secretions, body secretions ever. And the reason for that is because your saliva, some of the functions of the saliva, it has proteins in it that is made to kill viruses, bacteria, and fungus right inside your mouth so you don't swallow them. I said viruses, right? Yes, it's true. <laughs> it's antimicrobial, antifungal, antiviral. If so wait a minute. In- Are you saying the body is designed to fight these things off and to heal? I know. It's hard to believe that, right? <laughs> like, How did our ancestors survive? This is how they survived. They had healthy food, healthy saliva. And really, if you are healthy, the chances that, you know, that's why some people get colds. And some people can be around 300 people that have a cold and walk away with nothing. Most likely they have a good microbiome inside their mouth. The bacteria will help kill the bad stuff and the saliva. And those two work together to function as the start of your immune system when you're exposed to something. Your saliva also has proteins in it that start digestion or enzymes that start digestion. As mammals, we are the only mammals that have enzymes for digestion in our saliva. Every other mammal swallows it and digestion starts in the stomach, but ours starts inside the mouth. If your saliva is not healthy, if you're, if you're not producing enough saliva, then you, that can be an issue with your digestion as well. And then finally your, your saliva, it's, I, I hate to say it's, alkaline because it's more neutral, but in our ancestors days, because they were eating healthy, more alkaline foods, the, our saliva didn't need to be super alkaline to neutralize the acids level of today. And today, because we, we do eat so much acid food and drink, and because our products are designed to cause more acid, our saliva is rendered completely ineffective, completely. It cannot neutralize acids, which means that the minerals that are in your saliva, because this is the only way that you can remineralize your teeth naturally, you can't take a supplement. You cannot take magnesium. You cannot take calcium. Indirectly, if your gut is healthy and you are absorbing your minerals and your mineral level is high in your or normal in your body, you will have a a normal mineral count or level in your saliva. But if you have an acid condition inside your mouth that your saliva can't neutralize, those those minerals get swallowed and they just go to waste. If you're mineral depleted because you have leaky gut and malabsorption syndrome or pregnancy will deplete your minerals, then your saliva will be depleted and then the same thing happens. So what happens with that situation is you lose minerals, lose minerals, lose minerals, you never replace them. You end up with one of two things happening. You either have sensitive teeth, so hot and cold, and you're like, ouch, ouch, ooh, that hurts. Or you end up with a cavity. And the only difference is a cavity is more where it's in one localized spot 
and sensitivity. So they can both be happening at the same time, of course, or you can have one or the other happening more predominantly. And the way to fix that is not necessarily with something that's going to fill, drill, and bill you. There is a better. I love it. <laughs> there is a better solution. You know. Oh, good because I was really worried that you were just going to be all doom and gloom, even though you're smiling. <laughs> Yes. No, you don't need to filter on. The only time I tell people really, yes, you probably should do what your dentist says is when there's pain and inflammation or infection, you know, that, you know, obviously there's something else going on there and you probably need to do something. You know, I always say, you know, you should see a biological dentist. They're going to use the best you know, material inside your mouth, the safest material. They're going to do the best testing and that kind of thing. Um, but if you're not having like severe pain and there's no infection, you do have room to take some time and try and heal that cavity. And that's where my specialty comes in. Even before healing the cavity, what if I just, which I don't, but what what if I just have bad breath and chronic inflammation? I mean, I did at one point, I'm sure (laughs) the bad breath was there when the chronic inflammation was there, but it's it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah, You just change what you're using. Okay. You're getting getting rid of the bad stuff and okay. flipping it out. So what you want to use is the, something that does the three things. You want something that's alkaline, something that has minerals in it, and something that cleanses or detoxes the tissues of your mouth. So going back to my Weston Price story, that's what I formulate. I formulated all of my dental products based on his research to do those three things. And if you do those three things, it's really pretty simple to just keep your mouth and breath healthy. You can still have some bad foods and not destroy your mouth, not destroy your bacteria. It's kind of like, you know, when you, you know, you're on a diet and you eat something that's not really on your diet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Once or twice, your body can compensate, you know, your body can deal with it, but it's the continuous. This is where we're at today is everything so much on the shelf is made to destroy our health. And it's just being destroyed, being destroyed and your body can't recover. It can't recover. And that's how our dental health is right now. That's why cavities, even though they thought adding fluoride to everything was going to solve that, or it's not the answer. We know it. No, don't use it. Neurotoxin. Yeah. Neurotoxin. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, it's horrible. And there's so much, it's so simple. I couldn't believe how simple it was. I couldn't believe when I started talking about this, that people didn't get it. I'm like, no, but this is simple. This is so easy. You shouldn't have bad breath. You shouldn't have gum disease. Most people don't even know they have gum disease until it's like advanced stages, like in gum recession, the same thing. Why is that? Why aren't we as a society, why aren't our dentists talking about us why, or talking to us about this? And it's simply because in their schooling, unless they're really a biological dentist, right. they're kind of like doctors. You know, doctors don't know, they don't get any class, they get like a two hour lecture on diet. That's it. And, you know, same thing with dentists, they get all their lectures on everything that was on this side of the panel and nothing about what Dr. Weston A. Price would talk about in his lectures. So, wow. I'm just going to pause for a second because for people that haven't heard any of this before, that's a lot. It's a lot, you know, to me, I'm like, yeah, go, go, go. And we talked before I turned the (laughs) 
before I hit record, you know, we literally could talk about this for two hours and that's why I was so jazzed to have you on. Let's really, for people that are like, this sounds crazy. And of course I'm using a fluoride toothpaste and this, this, she's must be nuts. This woman. She is. (laughs) Let's really connect one thing that most people listening to this podcast know about is inflammation. And even maybe probably if they know one lab name, it's CRP, right? So they're looking for C-reactive protein. Is it elevated as a signal of chronic inflammation, systemic inflammation? Connect the dots for us between this oral hygiene and elevated CRP and chronic inflammation. You want me to blow your mind? Yes. Blow it. So (laughs) nitric oxide, you know about nitric oxide, nitric oxide is um, a vasodilator. So it is basically so important for every organ of your body but heart health is dependent on blood flow. So when you think about vasodilation or increasing blood flow, increasing oxygen, that's where nitric oxide comes in. And if you are not producing enough nitric oxide, you can have problems throughout your body, but primarily heart health, erectile dysfunction for Mm -hmm. both men and women. You can have brain fog, difficulty sleeping, slow metabolism, all of these, you know, we need good blood flow and a low nitric oxide stimulates that inflammatory response. Your, you know, your levels will be higher if your nitric oxide production is lower. So if your mouth bacteria and your gut bacteria is not healthy, you will not produce adequate nitric oxide because it is a almost like a loop of things that happen and nitric oxide production is dependent on your bacteria inside your mouth. Mic drop. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If your mouth isn't healthy, you will not produce. And so positive, good nitric oxide enhances sleep, enhances mood, increases the blood flow to the heart, increases blood flow for erectile, you know, for men and women, women need an increase in blood flow as well during, you know, sexual stimulation and all, you know, so many things are dependent on nitric oxide. And that is where the mouth is connected to inflammatory processes internally as well. Not just, you know, bad things getting into your gum tissue, right? but also, also which is a problem, yeah, <laughs> also a problem, but because of the nitric oxide production. I love it. Thank you for just <laughs> weaving all of that together. I want to ask you, so we talked about product, right? Obviously, there you that this is what you do you make products that are not only not harming us but are beneficial to get us back to that balance that we need to be at as far as as taking care of our mouth and our teeth is there anything you recommend in addition to brushing yeah i did a i have a whole dental detox program that i put together and it really it doesn't take any longer than your typical 
brushing your teeth and flossing, you you ha- might have one extra step, you know, um, which is scraping your tongue if you don't do that already. But scraping your tongue is so important because your tongue is, you know, the tongue is the muscle. We don't even think about our tongue as being so important, but it's your tongue that literally makes your posture either really good or really bad. Your posture follows your tongue muscle. So a lot of people that we don't even realize that you can exercise your tongue. If you Mm -hmm. push it all the way up to the roof of your mouth, you can, and you feel the elongation of your neck. So many times we're like either looking up, cranking our necks or looking down and that muscle becomes strained or impaired. Scraping your tongue is extremely important because the bacteria that lives on your tongue is contributing in a big way to your overall health because it is creating that biofilm and then that acid condition. So even if you're brushing your teeth and you're getting rid of the good, the bad stuff, brushing your teeth with the right products, but you're not removing the bacteria on your tongue, then you're going to end up with still more acid than you want because that bacteria is just creating acid. So I came up with, for the people that can see, I'll hold it up. This is what Mm -hmm. my dental detox kit looks like. You get everything that you need for a 60 day supply to take care of your mouth. You get two tooth powders. One is a morning and one is a nighttime formula. The only difference is that the nighttime formula has some charcoal for added detox. At nighttime when you're sleeping is when your body typically will regenerate and detox. So by using the charcoal one that will help facilitate that inside your mouth, you get a bamboo toothbrush. I don't know if people know this, but I plastic toothbrush. So not only is my mission to help you stay healthy, but my mission is also mother earth. She gives me every ingredient that I use for my products and I I don't want to pollute her because if I start polluting mother earth myself, my products are going to come back polluted in some way, shape or form. Well, so and when you're, when you're as conscientious as I am, in addition to that, I don't want the plastic in my mouth. I don't right. use plastic anywhere right. else. Why would I put it in my mouth? Right. And the bamboo, so plastic takes over 400 years to biodegrade, but my bamboo toothbrush, and I just came out with a sonic toothbrush that has bamboo replacement heads. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. This is so cool. (laughs) This is so cool because it, um, the bamboo replacement, this, we just launched this uh, two days ago. You just made my day. You have no idea. When you throw this away or my other toothbrush, six months. That's it. It's gone in six months. It's not leaving a footprint. And the sonic vibrations on this are gentler because too much vibration can actually wear down your gum tissue and not stimulate blood flow the right way. It can be an over, which can then do the opposite. When you do work out too hard, you can have too much. Right. You're driving inflammation. (laughs) Yeah, right. So this is a very gentle, soothing vibration with a really soft bristle that's going to help stimulate the blood flow. And that's available now? Yep. On the website, it's available now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so we've been waiting for a while. So I can go order. (laughs) (laughs) Gum serum. My gum serum is made. It replaces mouthwash. So when you start my program, you get rid of everything else. You don't use anything else because- Unfortunately, the other stuff is going to impede what this is doing. My mouthwash is made of olive oil and essential oils. And you put a drop or two on your finger and you just rub it on your gums. That's that simple. You get my dental floss. It's a floss pick. It's made from cornstarch. It's biodegradable. It's a bamboo string. Perfect. And then my copper tongue scraper will last a lifetime. lifetime. I've had mine for, oh my gosh, at least 10 years. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I will say this for everybody listening who hasn't used a tongue scraper, you will never go back. I mean, like I, I no longer even have the thought that my mouth feels clean without completing by scraping my tongue. I love it. It's a game changer. And the copper is great. We call it the magic wand and copper is antibacterial yeah. antimicrobial. Yeah. So when you're scraping it, you're using something that is going to be effective at killing bacteria. And then finally, because um, most people struggle with natural deodorants and I formulated mine in a way for it to work for most people without baking soda, you get a sample of my free deodorant in there as well. So wow. that's, that's the kit. And then my teeth whitening, have you, you, have you used or seen my teeth whitening kit? I have, I have. Yeah, yeah. So my LED teeth whitening kit is phenomenal because it uses both red and blue light to actually do um, damage to the bacteria to kill bacteria. It's, this is interesting. Bad bacteria has like a heme component or an iron component to it. And it kills blue light will kill that bacteria because of the, the heme component. Good bacteria does not have that. So blue light can actually penetrate. So if you have pockets of your gums, you know, between your teeth and the root, it can penetrate into the pockets and kill the bacteria in there. It also has red light. Red light is for the gum tissue, increases blood flow, reduces inflammation. Red light does the same thing for your mouth. It's at the right wavelength. You put it in your mouth. And it also stimulates collagen production, which is really important in rebuilding the gum tissue. And then you can also do a setting that does both red and blue lights. And it's a 15 minute treatment. And the, the gel that we make that I made is peroxide free because peroxide damages the enamel and will actually vaporize metals. If you have any metal left in your mouth, it will actually vaporize metal. And so it's an olive oil base with some clay in it and some essential oils in it. Wonderful. And I know there, you have gifted some discount codes to listeners and those will, those links will be in the show notes as well. Before we do wrap up, where can listeners find you? Where can they, where, how could I have known yesterday that you were launching the new toothbrush? Primal Life Organics is where I am. PrimalLifeOrganics.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is Primal Life Org. And other than that, you know, I'm found on a lot of podcasts like yours, Julia. <laughs> I mean, and, and my team can, so, you know, support you, but click through the links um, that Julie provides for you because you're going to get the best discount, the best discount through those links. Absolutely. So I normally, I typically ask people to give listeners one step and I actually, instead of asking you, I'm going to say, click through those links and, and order that kit. It it just, it literally life-changing starting with the proper oral hygiene and, and supporting that microbiome. So we promised, you promised before we started that you were going to come back so that we can talk about skincare because there are about 20 things, even just with the oral health that we didn't get to today. So I am excited to have you back on and I cannot thank you enough for being here. You have she enlightened us. <laughs> and let me leave you with this little cliffhanger for skin. Cause I like to do that. I get asked all the time, 
what is the worst ingredient in skincare? Mm. And it's really super simple and easy. Do you know? Do you want to guess? Well, now I'm going to let you. I mean, there's, I just, a list ran through my head. But. Yeah, there's one. If you eliminate one ingredient in skincare, you eliminate almost all the other ones that just ran through your, your brain. Fragrance? Uh-uh. What? Do tell? Water. Ah. Water is toxic because it's tap water. I'll get into that. There's birth control, there's antidepressants, all the stuff that's in water. And it's the primary component to skincare. It's not making you, it's not making you pretty. It's making you pretty ugly. So we'll talk about Trina. Thank you so much. (laughs) There's the cliff. It is a cliffhanger and and everybody's going, wait a minute. What? (laughs) They're going to be checking their ingredients and going, oh my God, everything I have is in water. And that's my point. And so when we get into the why and how, you know, my favorite saying is dehydrate your skincare, not your skin, because not only is it not like poisoning you, it's also causing premature aging for other reasons. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to have you back so we can hear all about it. Thank you for mouthing off with us today. Yes. Thank you. For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had a great time and enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, Just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guests. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.